Okie dokie artichokey. Hey there, this is Lucy. And I'm Sam. And we're so fucking sorry. And today we're going to be talking about all things clothing related. Yes, I was at work and I was looking at my pants, which are men's pants. <laughs> I have men's work pants. And I felt so many feelings about all of the things. Specifically, okay, we'll, we'll talk about mm -hmm. how I got these pants first. And then we yeah. can like go off Late on, on our, our, our stuff. But um, we get these vouchers for work so that we can buy... Um, I love those vouchers. Work clothing, boots, and like safety vests and stuff, which I also agree best it's like christmas you're like oh, right you get to pair, buy a new pair of boots and free like, steel toe boots yes um but this one particular summer i had come late uh, i was not the first batch of kids i was like on the second batch of hirees which means that the um the stores that provide the supplies to our company or that has the vouchers with was already picked over and for women's clothing and women's boots mm. and stuff that means there was nothing there. So I ended up buying mm -hmm. men's pants. And I love these pants. They don't fit me perfectly because the hips are too um, too big and they're mm. very straight. So I had to buy the bigger hip size one to fit. But they don't like properly sit on my waist. But the yeah. length, the quality, the yes. pockets. Oh the pockets. God. Tell us about the pockets. I have never had bigger pockets i could fit like seven um graphing calculators in here on one side i feel Whoa. so useful but the problem with having so many pockets is that i always lose shit because i have so <laughs> many pockets to put things in which is are not they, normal are they like cargo pants um i don't know how to describe them they're, they're not at all looking like cargo pants mm -hmm. if you could picture work pants that's what they are yeah they're like okay a mix between jeans and maybe cargo pants or something like that. Whatever. They're my favorite. Um, I'm probably going to tailor the waistline. Yeah. And then they'll be my favorite pants ever. It will it would be an easy enough alteration. You know, snip, snip, so, so. You, you, you have a sewing machine, don't you? I do. Unless we're letting somebody borrow it right now. <laughs> have you mm. ever used it to add pockets to any of your clothing? No, because listen, when I was in my sewing phase, all right, backtrack. There was a time, there was a point in my life where I was like, yes, I will be a fashion designer. This point was in grade seven. Um, so the things I designed were... Um, grade seven worthy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I tried my hand at sewing a couple things. I was garbage. And I never went back. <laughs> did you did you start from the scratch though? Or yeah. like oh man, that's really hard to also, do. Also like mom failed home ec as a kid, <laughs> so she was not able to teach me. Um I think if I went back now I could definitely sew a lot better. Like I can do basic things, but I think I could definitely like fucking make a garment if I went back now, because I know how to learn, if that makes sense. Well, what did you start with? Was it like a circle skirt, or were you out here making a gala dress or something? Yeah, I was full on like, let's make a dress. Let's fucking, let's oh. go. That's a yeah. real start. It was a lime green box. Mm. I like that. That's a real mm -hmm. good seventh grade fashion choice. Yeah. Lime green. It matched my bedroom walls. Oh my god. Which were also lime green. So 
<laughs> they had Tinkerbell on them. I don't think I've ever seen your walls lime green. Or maybe I just don't remember it. When, no, when they were a long time ago. Okay. I repainted my walls a while ago. Thank God. <laughs> I don't know if I would have made it through high school with such an assaulting eye, like, just offensive color. I don't know. Soup did it. Yeah, I don't know how she did it. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Well, I guess the lime green isn't as bright as, like, purple. I mean, the purple was bright, don't get no, me No, the lime but... green was far brighter. Yeah, that that would be, like, wake up, sun's shining in through mm -hmm. the windows, mm -hmm. eyes are piercing because of the reflection of the lime green everywhere. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, okay, so I want a pair of those pants. The pants I'm wearing? The pants you're wearing. I have started buying men's skinny jeans solely for the purpose that they have pockets. I bought a pair of female jeans um, just because I was looking for, like, I needed a pair of jeans and it was like, whatever. Um, and I was at the thrift store, couldn't find any men's mm. pair. So I went over to the women's section. They have the spots like the the sewing detailed four pockets but mm -hmm. they're sewn closed so yep. i don't actually have access to those pockets which nope. is so infuriating because mm -hmm. it, the technically the lining isn't there so it's not a real pocket so i can't like unpick it but like why make it look like a pocket if you're not gonna put a pocket there i know and then like what's the, the point <laughs> The, the small like one inch pockets that maybe hold a loony or something mm. and you try to stick your phone in it and you're like that's not gonna hold it's half hanging out i have i cannot even count how many times my wallet has just straight fallen out of my pocket and the only reason i didn't lose it is because some kind stranger behind me was like you dropped your wallet oh that's sweet i don't have a wallet i carry a clutch because it's not gonna, like i'm not gonna be able to fit a wallet in any of my pants anyway Anyways, might as well yeah. make it obtrusive and have to like hold it plus it fits yeah. my phone Ooh, smart honestly yeah that's like a really good move but i mean if you I... leave things around like you're gonna leave it on the table and stuff mm. like i'm just i'm very good at being like do i have my wallet does my wallet have my keys in it does my i guess it's not a wallet but my clutch does my phone have my clutch in it my clutch have my phone in it yikes yeah i <laughs> yeah every time i leave somewhere i'm slapping my body like it's a fucking uh bongo making sure i got everything in my coat pockets i'm calling out my roommate I, i'm sorry but he he used to always talk about how he used to like m misplace things so he would mm -hmm. do the pat down and then he would like touch his ass and then be like relieved because his stuff was there <laughs> but to someone looking at him from like outside it would just be him touching his ass and going like ah <laughs> i'm sorry i love that that's my favorite thing get wrecked dude and he's mentioned it more than once so when i like look for stuff i think about him you think about him that's yeah. brilliant i love that so much but yeah if you ever want to compliment someone that's uh, specifically a anyone who wears a dress mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and be like where wow what a nice dress and they go it has pockets like it's just yeah ultimately dresses with pockets the prime <sighs> the prime clothing piece no pants no shorts no nothing you yep. don't have to do that but it also has storage built into mm -hmm. it i need oh. more dresses with pockets do you want to hear a little fun fact about pockets yes because i got a fun fact about pockets um back in the day 
ooh, ooh, back in the day, they were a separate garment. Yeah. I, what, oh, man, I watched you a would YouTube like, video. Yeah. What's her name? Ber Bernadette. Bernadette. Yes. Bernadette Banner. She made one of those. Right? They were like fucking saddlebags. You put, you wore as like a belt. So like for the audience, picture this. You got a belt. You got a bag on each side with a slit in it. Your skirt goes over top and it has like slits in it so you can directly access your pocket. And these things were huge, dude. These things were like, like you could fit probably two loaves of bread in each <laughs> pocket. Well, I mean, you had all of that skirt to like hide everything, right? Right? You could probably put a whole baby in there if you were prone to baby smuggling. Uh, um, <laughs> like, you know, uh, I, I don't, listen, nice. old timey times, old timey times, they had to do some things, which might have included <laughs> baby smuggling. Well, I hope not. I mean, well, I would maybe... probably use my pockets for holding all of that rich coinage because I would be a, a fair lady. I don't know. Damn, I would definitely be, if I were in like medieval times, right, I would definitely be like a one-handed farmer woman <laughs> whose husband just like recently died of like uh, the fucking red fever or something. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Is that why you have babies in your pockets? Because you're um... out farming and you, you, you have to like care for the children? Yeah, probably. Mm. I think so. Like, one baby each pocket, because obviously I had twins. And if I only have one hand, I can't hold them while I'm farming. Like, I need that one hand to hold my hoe, right? Oh, did... But from there, you could get rich, because you could make those, like, backpacks that hold the babies. So it's... Yeah, okay, but, like, medieval peasants don't get rich. <laughs> no, but you could have been, if you patent that shit. I'm I trying to help they you they had out, patents in medieval times. Um, but I, when you said the, the pockets, the old timey pockets mm -hmm. that like you would de detach, I was thinking like, man, I kind of want one of those nowadays, but would yes. that be considered a fanny pack? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't we just wear a fanny pack? <laughs> because that would add that. a pocket to all of our outfits. Here I am gushing over how cool these pockets are. And you're like, it's a fanny pack. But fanny packs are coming back in style. Like, people they actually are. unironically wear them. My mom they started are. that trend. <laughs> Not gonna <laughs> lie. Um, I don't know what it is about my mother, but okay, it, it wasn't, like, a prevalent thing. But whenever we're doing something outdoorsy, if it has mm -hmm. to do with, like, garage sale or whatever, she's got her fanny pack on. Bless her. Honestly, I respect it. I respect the fuck out of it. If you got, like... Listen, because you know what? If you got a shit ton of change in your fucking fanny pack, that shit's going to sag. <laughs> and it's going to slap uncomfortably against your body. So I respect the hustle. I like how people are wearing fanny packs uh, across their chest, like a weird That's small a book bag. Yeah, it is. I feel like it's kind of a way for people to have a purse without having a purse, you know? No. <laughs> no, because I feel like there are people who are like, I can't carry a purse either because of like toxic masculinities, but they're like, oh, fanny pack's fine. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I could see that. So it's like they're bypassing it. I see it a which lot. Which I respect. Techwear. And I really like, I respect techwear. Mm. It's very badass. I could never pull it off. But yeah, I low key do want one of those uh, tie, like waist tie pockets. And I would yes. totally 
if I could, I would do the layered things. They they have mm-hmm. like seven different layers where when they wear like even just a regular dress, they're doing like yeah. sleeping around the house. You're wearing like your apron, your undergarment, your undercoat, whatever, mm-hmm. under whatever. Um, that seems real cozy and real soft, right? Although probably a real pain to wash. But they only wash the under layers. Mm. It's not like you wash your top, your, your top sheet. You're like a bed. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it would be i've always thought like when i was younger that it would be super warm but from watching people like bernadette banner like she explains like they have like wicking layers and different materials for different weather because you know what these days shit's not weather appropriate ever i can never dress for the weather Mm. i can never do it because either what i put on in the morning is gonna be too warm no matter like what like it'll be too warm or i'm freezing my tits off dude and there's no in between like it's awful (laughs) and i hate it that's why i want the layers like i do layers now but it's like what i've got my coat a sweater and then a a, like short sleeve t-shirt on i want to be able to be like oh i am two degrees off to heat i will take off my top whatever silk Mm -hmm. layer to reveal my other extravagant garden garment i don't know why i yeah. think i'm gonna be a rich uh <laughs> what do you call them i'm sorry i'm a little tired a rich lady old lady <laughs> lady oh, of the uh, medieval times like a dame yes that's a good word I, I don't know why I, my uh medieval time fantasy i'm a dame in like a castle <laughs> like oh serve me whatever I mean, no, but that feels reasonable. Your fantasy is, like, to be, you know, rich and comfortable in the medieval times and still, like, experience the romance of the era. Apparently, my fantasy is to be a one-handed farmer woman who has to put her babies in her pockets. I respect. So Listen, I, I respect like, it. No, I feel like yours is maybe the normal uh, dream there. I feel like the actuality of that was just, like, struggling to eat Mm. Uh, scared of disease mm-hmm. lots of stress yeah basically nice nails though because women didn't have to do any work I mean they did housework they did a mm-hmm. shit ton of work but they didn't have to do like heavy labor and I'm all I guess technically some of the housework could be heavy labor anyway um, bring back corsets ooh bring back corsets you know what though I feel like that's already happening I feel like they never left but now they're like regaining popularity yes and no because the corsets that they had before replaced bras like corsets were the support that you needed nowadays i see a lot of corsets that are very fashionable and very funky and not useful like they're not support garments yeah you're looking at that and you're like that's a belt that's a fancy (laughs) belt that is a belt yeah that's doing no nothing for you a chinese finger trap but i think if we had corsets um i don't know maybe it would be a little hard to match like the body shape but because bras are so hard to shop for you've got a whole bunch of things to like think about like waistband cup size Mm -hmm. cup shape and all of that i feel like if you tried to uh make corsets more common they would be more fitting for a lot of women and then you would only need to make slight adjustments because it's the human body uh, as opposed to like I don't know, the way bras are made, which is I a think, whole other thing. I think what that is, is corsets these days, like good corsets are usually like 
handmade, mm. whereas bras are like mass produced, which is an issue because titties are different. <laughs> <laughs> they do be different. They do be different, though. Is there a place where you could get tailored bras, though? Because uh, there probably is, there that, definitely is. That seems like something I might want to look into. I spent okay I don't go to the mall very often we come from places that don't have a lot of shopping centers and stuff I get really excited when we go to a shopping center Mm -hmm. I was in in the city with my friends for like three hours we we just went down for the day Uh, we were gonna spend some time in the mall and then go get dinner I spent Mm -hmm. two and a half hours in La Senza with and without help trying to find a singular bra that would fit um because all I had at the home was basically sports bras and yeah. really old raggedy bras that I have, I like, mm-hmm. can't really wear anymore. Um, so I had to go to Licenza, and I was not leaving without a bra. I ended up picking up something wow. that was like slightly too small, or like it doesn't fit really well, so I don't wear it and even wear it. But it was like sixty bucks. Uh, they're always stupid expensive. Like the best place I ever went was Airy. I think. Um, I don't think I've ever First heard of, of all, it's, oh my gosh, it's amazing. First of all, they're like, bras are made for, like, for women, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas opposed to, like, Victoria's Secret, where the bras are made for men. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, when you go to Victoria's Secret, you know you're getting something that's going to scratch the shit out of you, and it's going to stab you in the ribs in a couple of months. Like, literally impale you. I cannot like count the number of times I have been so horribly betrayed by a garment as with uh bras but like Aerie was super nice like the bras are like for women and they're so fucking comfortable and the staff was so nice I'm gonna have to so nice I think the best I've had was uh La Vie en Rose I went Ooh. to like a little outlet and they were super good about um what I was looking for but then again I was looking for a sports bra so yeah. I, I feel like that's a little bit easier to work on as opposed to a regular bra because there's not as much going on yeah you know you would think that but I fucking hate sports bra shopping it's like well I hate bra shopping full stop <laughs> but like sports bra shopping like if you get it wrong it's gonna be really wrong and then you're not gonna be able to move without almost getting smacked in the face with your own titty dude <laughs> I mean, I, I agree, but, like, I usually just go for a really tight one. So I, I yeah. have had really good experiences with shopping for sports bras. But I have also bought sports bras, air quotes, that do nothing. And you're like, I can't wear this to the mm-hmm. gym. Because Literally. it's, not, like, I'm going to be, no, I can't. Here's a, okay, so one time, uh, when I was younger, I got like a chest plate for karate, which was something that went over my sports bra, but it was basically a fucking plastic sports bra Mm -hmm. because the motherfuckers in my dojo wouldn't stop punching me in the tit. You're not supposed to aim for the boob, motherfucker. Aim for my solar plexus before I rip your fucking throat out. So um, I got one of these and I didn't tell anybody. So uh, the first time one of those assholes punched me in the boob, he damn near broke his fingers (laughs) they learned real quick to aim (laughs) in in taekwondo we have these soft chest pads uh that are like they're for scoring and everything but they're very box shaped and i Mm. always had a real issue with uh putting on the chest pad properly because one i am long like my my torso is 
a long boy. Yes, I'm tall. So I would need to size up so that people weren't hitting my legs as opposed to my, like, body, right? Yeah. Um, Because they're going to kick wherever their leg comes up to. And if your padding's not there, they're still going to kick you anyway, which sucks. Um, So I had to wear, like, a size 4. And I would probably fit, like, waist size, a size 2. But um, the problem with that is that I had to tie them really tight. So it would always squish like the top of my torso and then be really yeah. like loose on the bottom. Yeah. So people didn't like kicking the bottom of the um, of the pad because it was always like really flimsy. So they would aim higher. Oh great! <laughs> so it's just like constantly kick- getting kicked in the upper chest, and that's not fun. I did have the pad mm. there, but like you could still feel it. Ugh. Yeah, we don't um like the reason why it was unusual for me to have that chest plate is because we don't wear any protective wear when we fight aside from mouth guards and um gloves Mm -hmm. like that's it um so they've got a rude awakening (laughs) like it yeah it was pretty funny for me anyways i'm still surprised you guys don't wear helmets i feel like helmets would be i i've good yeah i mean we probably should like that was something my parents were always nervous about when we were kids but the point is to try to exercise control <laughs> so that when you hit somebody, when you're sparring, you don't, like, hit them with your full force. You either, A, stop just before you touch mm-hmm. or hit with just, like, a gentle pushing force. There's been a lot of times where I've been sparring with, like, Lusuk or even Sensei, and we'll do, like this movie moment cross punch where like my fist makes contact with their face, their fist makes contact <laughs> with my face. And we both go boof, flying back. <laughs> it's pretty good. There have been times, like, you're supposed to be nice to your partner, yeah. but I do have to admit, there have been times where I've received a smack and I was like, oh, oh bitch, you gonna get a smack just as <gasps> <Yes>! strong. <laughs> I have been there. Like, you try to control it, but sometimes you get angry. I'm like, motherfucker, if you hit me one more time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In, like, within the same dojang or dojo, whatever you would call yours. We call ours our mm-hmm. dojang. Within the same dojang, I'm going to be nice to these people because I have to see them every yeah. day. But I was at a, a taekwondo tournament um, <laughs> out in a different province. And this girl was being really rude to me before the fight. Like, I, I went up to her and I tried to talk to her. And I was like, hi, nice to meet you. Like, this is my first time in a tournament. And she was like, don't talk to me. And I was like, okay. <gasps> Motherfucker. Um, but she did a spin hook kick in the fight. And it knocked me down. It was like my head went back and then my <gasps> body followed. Oh. I have a video of it. And my mom was like. You got to show me. I'm going to say If I find it, I can sh- I'll show you. But my mom said as soon as I stood up, something switched and I was out <laughs> for blood. I also I love um, that. won that fight. And I, I, I did yes. a lot of hen hu- head hunting. Uh, so I had hit her probably twice as hard the next time I made contact with her head and I didn't I fucking love it. that for you I love that for you we're not violent people <laughs> not at all yeah, no. yeah like um we wear helmets it's fine yeah right I my favorite thing is fighting with my siblings because it's like <laughs> a very playful like experience um we're still like savage you do not want to fight Mecca he's He's got fists of steel. Like, it's his hands are just so heavy 
that my tactic when I'm fighting him is just to run him around long enough that it gets too tired to block. Oh, same. <laughs> like, and I know your brother's a brutal fighter. Mine? Yeah. He's, he doesn't try to be. Oh, my God. But he's got that, like, strength. Yeah. He's got the length <laughs> and the strength that makes it just a lot better. Brutal. Do you, when you got, when you, bleh, okay, focus. When you fight with your siblings, yeah. you actually, like, throw kicks and stuff, right? This yeah. is outside the dojang. Y'all scrap. Yeah. How do you regulate your scraps so that you don't, like, dirty fight or, you know, get your parents really upset? <laughs> well, here's the thing. When we spar at home, we're not out for blood. Usually, we're just having fun, you know? And we never throw a punch in anger, is the thing. If we're fighting, it's because we're having a good time. <laughs> never, ever? Ne literally, not since we were children. That surprises me. And I guess that's how we keep it from becoming, like, a bloodbath, is because we don't throw punches in anger. Like, literally, uh, Soup was taking a, like, martial arts uh, philosophy course, mm -hmm. and... Um, <laughs> Um, they were talking about like fighting and stuff and she brought up like um, the way we interact and her prof was like so in your household it's trial by combat <laughs> and she was like well when you put it that way but it's so true <laughs> I mean <laughs> it's great I love uh, sparring with them uh, Le Soup's easily the best out of all of us. Well, I mean, Lesoup has the most experience. Lesoup's done brutal. so many different martial arts. Brutal. It's insane, actually. Please don't pick me up. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> right? She's so, um, like, well-rounded in her fighting, because it used to be she was very kick-heavy, mm -hmm. right? But then she did a lot of training to get third Dan. Um, and, like she i don't know what she did but you can't predict what moves she's gonna make it's a lot uh was she kick heavy before or after taekwondo or is that just like in general during taekwondo yeah i think is when she started leaning towards it well i mean taekwondo is literally all kicks which is it, it's good for a basis but in actual martial arts you need to be doing a lot more than just kicking. yeah if you've never been bitch slapped across the face <laughs> by a foot <laughs> You know, I wouldn't recommend it because soup was yeah. constantly, ugh, constantly kicking me in the face. Back to bringing the two uh, topics together because we weren't <laughs> supposed to talk about uh, right, right, uh, martial arts. But uh, the dobok, uh, yeah, did I say dobok earlier? Dojang, I don't know. Whatever. Dobok is the clothing we wear. Uh, yeah, I have a slight issue with my newer uniform. The uniforms I used to wear were nice, like, thick cotton. They were a little mm. warm, but for a proper, like, uniform wearing in front of a class or wearing, yeah. in, like, a more formal setting, it was a really nice uniform. The one I have now is very much a training uniform, and I think it's actually, like, a mm. more summer uniform, but it's yeah. slightly see-through, and I really don't like that because I don't mm -hmm. want to be out here... Like I have to Ass wear out. white under my dobok, yeah, my dobok. Yeah, but you can still kind of see it. Yikes! Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not something. Yeah, I, want. I, I had the same issue. So we also had like 
a heavier material D. And like, that was really nice because when you move, you get the nice snapping sound. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, oh, God, I love that sound. Sharp. And like, you can still like, we also switched over to like a lighter, thinner, um, uh, lighter, thinner gi. And like, you can still snap it, but it's like, you got to be really on point. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to be aggressive about it. But what I found is I had to wear like beige underneath because I found if I wore white undergarments, you could see right through. And it was like, obviously, you could tell it was my underwear, but a beige I found worked a hell of a lot better. I don't think I've ever tried beige before. And why did I that would never occur it. to me? All I remember is there was this one time this girl came in and she had cheetah print underwear and like, you could just see it and there's nothing you yep. can do about it. You're nope. just like, uh, You're like, I'm going to pretend I didn't. I have to look at the that. ceiling now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The struggle is honestly real. It's like, I get that they need it to be a lighter material, but why is it got to be see-through? Well, that's the problem with women's clothes nowadays is mm-hmm. that everything is see-through. Like I buy a, a pair of leggings and it's opaque for the per- first yep. like what month? And then mm-hmm. the next month I have friends coming up to me and be like, hey, do you know I could see your panties? And I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want to have to throw out these pants. I just bought them. Um, yeah. Or, or shirts. Ugh. I fucking hate. Because usually like when shirts are see-through, they're that god awful material. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's like that scratchy fucking bullshit. Why make any piece of clothing out of that? It's garbage. <laughs> It's trash. And I had a lot of shirts I hate it. that were like half see-through or like parts of it were see-through. Not like in a tasteful way, but like here's a random splotch that's going to bother you for the rest of the day because it's just like in a really awkward place and people are going to look at it. I'm like, fuck. Just like that's make an bizarre. opaque shirt. I don't want to have to wear right? an undershirt on, under all of my things. I hate having to wear an undershirt. It's got to be something. They must be like cutting corners or something. It's got to be like the fabric's cheaper, some fucking shit. I'd imagine. I mean, women's, I have such beef with women's clothing in general. Mm-hmm. They don't fit right. They're, yep. they're weird sizes. They're never mm-hmm. cut nicely. I, I always have a hard time. Okay, I'm a little bit taller than average. Um, I find it really hard to find jeans or pants because mm-hmm. they're always low-waisted. And then shirts are always really like short on me. I don't know yeah. if it's the same for you. Yeah, I have like reverse issues so when i'm shopping for jeans they're all always too long unless i go to like the like petite section but then i'm thick as fuck (laughs) so nothing fits my goddamn fucking ass so i'll end up like walking on my pant legs so much that i wear holes (laughs) through the bottom of them because, like, it's not like we have any fucking stores around here that cater to short-ass fucking gnome people. <laughs> um, I'm very passionate about how much I hate jeans and hate pants in general. I wonder it, if uh, there's anyone that actually fits the, like, design size. Because right? I... Every woman I've ever talked to has always had issues with something like hips, seams, length, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. There's never the right cut and I, I obviously like it's a human body it's gonna be really hard to get um non-tailored clothes that fit you but yeah. women's clothes don't fit 
anyone. anyone. <laughs> and like, who is this imaginary woman? Because I am 100% certain that they don't fit anyone well, perfectly. I think, I think that's just like the, the social the thing that you're supposed to fit into these clothes because this is what we want women to look like. Uh, I had a friend who ordered leggings in high school. Uh, she was a little bit bigger than me, uh, but she ordered a pair of XL leggings and they didn't fit her. And then she gave them to me. I fit, a, at that time, I used to fit like a small medium and mm -hmm. I fit them perfectly. So how Damn. are you supposed to tell this like 16 year old girl that her yep. XL leggings are too small for her and she needs to go to a bigger size? Like that'll just fuck you up. She was probably a normal weight, but her mentality was like, I'm huge. My friend, like she's a small but fits these type thing. Like it's mm -hmm. so messed up that we have to fit these weird size standards that don't exist it's janky dude i hate it i want pants that tell me what the length and waist size are men's yes. pants are sold by size not by are you a rhombus or a lateral <laughs> like fuck I uh are you a bunch of grapes or two bananas in a sack oh can i measure you <laughs> You, you're very much, uh, pumpkin-shaped. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I'm a pear? What? Mm -hmm. That yeah. means no apple? Mm -hmm. Apple? Mm -hmm. Fruit? I'm, bitch, I'm a fruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, like, all humans change. I could be yeah. uh, bloated one day. You gotta make room for that. You can't mm -hmm. have these tight-ass fucking... They're so restrictive. Whatever. Like, give me... <laughs> You know those like scrunchy waistbands you get on um uh, on jogger pants? I want I jeans. fucking love those. I want jeans with that, but I don't want them to look like I'm five. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if that's a thing. It's gotta be. Cause like I the thing I always think about is like those like culottes that like middle like middle aged women who enjoy art wear. <laughs> And you know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? Like, they have the drawstring, and then they got the wide pant leg, and they're, like, short. Yeah. I want those. And I want to wear them every day. I've been really getting into long skirts. I only have one. <gasps> yes, yes, yes! And I, I, it was thrifted. All my clothes are thrifted, but I have this one. All my best clothes are thrifted. True. I, I rarely have any bought clothes now. There's a, probably a couple pieces, but my long skirt is so good for around the house stuff because mm -hmm. it keeps me cool but it keeps me warm and i can add a blanket yep. onto it no problem uh, mm -hmm. if i need to go outside i've got like i'm all good to go and it's non-restrictive because it's long and it's got a lot of space to it if i'm wearing jeans i might have to change if i decide to do some running i'm gonna have to change yep. if it gets hot i have to change uh shorts if i'm if it gets cold i'm gonna cold. Have to change mm -hmm. like but a long skirt the skirt is perfect solves all of that exactly because like exactly. if you gotta run you just hike that bitch up hell yeah mm. fucking Here's... gladiator style yes oh. you can like tie it i saw this way where you can like tie it like in a knot like the front and back and it makes shorts I've seen that too, I think. Yeah. It was on Tumblr. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, as a young girl, I was always told I couldn't wear long skirts or long dresses because it would make me look shorter than I am. Oh, that's so dumb. Bitch, I know I'm short. Being shorts, well, as much as I complain about it, being short's not a bad thing. Mm. So why are you being like, oh, God, don't wear that. You'll look short. I am short. <laughs> 
see i had the op- i guess yeah we're, we're different heights but um i can't wear sh- uh, skirts long skirts because they're not long enough they'll be the, like this Ooh. weird above ankle length where it's like ooh, i'm one of those progressive nunnery ladies showing <laughs> off my ankles wow. like a midi length yeah it's, it's a it's like not properly centered in my calf to be fashionable oh. it just makes me look really like big you know when like my brother would wear clothes that are too small for him yeah and it just made him I look get, even yeah. bigger stuff like that um well your brother is heckin tall to begin with yeah he's six foot five for those of Blech. you who have never met don't let his height Blech. i used oh to God. threaten him when we were younger i said i used to say like i'm gonna cut you off at the knees when you're not looking <laughs> i never did but i could have the poor guy he wasn't like super tall when he was a kid but he went through a really fast growth spurt at, yeah in, like, the seventh oh my grade. god yeah in one of the years where he was doing hockey my mother had to buy him two sets of hockey gear because he outgrew it before the season was up holy smokes dude he went through clothes like it was nothing but the great thing about that is i got all of the uh yes. hand-me-downs granted they were yes. all like boys uh gym clothes <laughs> so i looked kind of whatever but I got a lot of new clothes, and I still wear some of them. I have uh, I have some shorts upstairs that I think my mom said was from when my brother was in fourth grade, and they fit me perfectly. Amazing. I see. I also got a lot of hand-me-downs because I was the shortest of all our friends, mm-hmm. and all my friends were giants. So every time they outgrew their clothes, I got them. Um, so I also looked a little bit like a streel in <laughs> in uh, all of my child education uh but you know what fuck it free clothes is free clothes my guy i also had a lot of gap and aeropostale hand-me-downs yeah <laughs> like yep, very same. 2000s same in middle school i used to wear a tank american top. eagle yeah american eagle but i used to wear a tank top with a uh, crop top over it like a, a very bright like pink or yep. cyan with a like purple crop top on it i think was... i remember that Ooh. Yeah, I thought I was really cool. I also had a fedora that I wore at the same time. I had a fedora. <laughs> My brother had a black one, and I was like, oh. I want a fedora, so I got like a blue one. Yeah, yeah. definitely not the right choice. I have some not real interesting middle school photos. Yep, same, same. But yeah. it was like the early, like it was like the two thousands, you know. Like, the 2010s. They were a weird time fashion-wise. It's definitely a different time. But I don't know if you knew this. I was, like, a wannabe emo, like, goth kid. Like, I wanted to dress dark So was LeSoup. LeSoup was a wannabe scene kid, which mm-hmm. is a little bit of a difference. Uh-huh. If there had been a hot topic here, she would have been seen. Oh, we would have both been very much into that. Uh, I went to Ardeen's, and I used to buy these, like, uh, fishnet gloves and I thought I was mm-hmm. so cool and I would wear them to class and I would wear two different colors amazing and then I would share one with a soup and we'd be matching <laughs> okay that's adorable though that's real friendship right there when Low you're key, don't need a friendship bracelet get you a, mm-hmm. a friendship fishnet, fishnet arm glove. stocking gloves that's what yeah arm stocking <laughs> I forgot the word <laughs> I forgot the Love, and you said it like 0.5 seconds ago. Fucking arm stocking. You say glove. What? I don't you remember. did. <laughs> oh my, my god. god. That's hilarious. How do you? Uh, how would you describe your style nowadays? Or do you even have a style? 
Um, okay, so there's very much a difference between the style I wear and the style I want to wear, right? Because like what I can afford <laughs> versus what I would like to wear is vastly different. That's a mood. Like these days, it's mostly comfy sweaters and like comfy pants, right? Mm. Uh, because I'm working in an office. Plus, I like outside of the office, I just fucking love sweaters. But ideally... All right. Ideally, I would like to look like Bilbo Baggins, but like Lady Bilbo Baggins or like a farmer's wife, you know, very cottage core, very uh, goblin core kind of um, a dark academia a little bit. I very much want like waistcoats, straight leg plaid pants or long flowy skirts with billowing shirts. I want to be that pirate bitch. I don't know. If you walked into a clothing store holding a picture of Bilbo Baggins and said, <laughs> make this me, I feel like they'd be very confused. Well, here's the thing. You can't go to, like, fucking American Eagle and get, like, Bilbo Baggins' style. Like, I'm gonna have to, like, piece this dream wardrobe together bit by bit. I mean, you know? yeah, that's why I shop at thrift stores, just because right? the quality Ugh. tends to be a little bit better, and I can mm-hmm. find those weird pieces. Like, the yes. the skirt I mentioned, it's very floral, very hippie, and you're like, <laughs> where would you buy that? The que- the answer is, you go to a thrift store. Mm-hmm. This is, like, some old lady's whatever that she's had for who knows how long, and she's given it up, and now it's mine, and I will treasure it forever. I have a couple of skirts like that, too. Literally floral skirts I got from thrift stores, and I love the shit out of them. Is it a skirt? Is it a bed sheet? You'll never know. <laughs> who knows, and who fucking cares, but she comfy. She do be comfy. Um, I tend to wear a lot of hoodies, just because mm. I am a student. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a, a excuse, but I do. Um, I feel like it's a student experience, though. Yeah, you know? it's it's just really comfy to, like, roll out of bed, put on a hoodie, and walk to class. Yeah. Um. I also, because I'm doing work, like, I have a dress code. I don't know if you have a dress code at work. But uh, no. Because I'm not... Yeah. We have to have I think long I... sleeves. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm I was gonna off. say, I think I have to have long sleeves, because I've never seen somebody wear a short sleeve shirt in there, but, oh, I've never bothered to ask. Do you wear PPE? Um, only if I'm going somewhere. Okay. And I rarely do that. Yeah, I have to wear, like, is, uh, this is even at school if I'm in L-Lab. Closed-toed shoes, long socks, um, my ankles need to be covered by my pants. I need to have either a lab coat on or long sleeve shirt, hair tied up, glasses on, right? So, honestly, most of my time is now spent just dressed in PPE. <laughs> Yeah, honestly. And I don't get a lot of choice with what I wear. Like, I have maybe five long sleeve t-shirts that I cycle mm-hmm. through for work. I could get more, Same. but eh. These work. Yeah, I I like that there's no choice when I go to work and what I have to wear because it's just one more thing I don't have to think about. Do you have any nice going out clothes? Like, more formal, fancy, ooh, clothing? Um... Not right now, no. Not really. I have, like, I have what, like, the best I've got is what I wore to the brewery the other day, and that 
Uh, yeah. That was cute. I like that. It was like Aww. a little black. Yeah, ensemble. it was. <laughs> it was a long black skirt with like a slit up the side and like an off-the-shoulder black, like, pretty form-fitting top. I I don't know how I felt about it, but it was the best I had, and we were dressing up. So, I have like maybe two outfits. Um, there's a really nice skirt that I picked up from a thrift store. The quality is immaculate. It's a, I probably say like thigh length, uh, another floral skirt, but it's one of those like fancy materials. It's like a thick, but fancy like church. I would wear it to church basically. Nice. Um, favorite skirt, favorite piece of clothing ever. And I usually top that with like something edgy. So I have a, uh, a camo jacket, like a, what do you call it? Army jacket type thing. Uh, that I'll pair it with, or I'll pair it with uh, a band tee or something like that, <laughs> because I like that. I'm a wannabe. Um, if not that though, if I need something a little bit more dressy, I have this. Uh, I think it's lace. I don't know what you call it, but it's like a long sleeve black dress, and it's got like a whole bunch of lace detail, and then it also to like the uh, to the thigh, but it has a, a belt that like cinches the waist. That's. I feel like I've seen you wear that before. I've worn it to your um, your graduation yeah. open house, whatever. I've worn I it remember. to everything because that's my dress. That's the only it's one I have. It's a good dress. Yeah. The only problem is now it's like <laughs> 10 years old and it's getting really dingy. But uh, I will continue to wear it until it gives out on me. I, You know what? I have mad respect for that. It's classic. I guess, it's a black dress. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, I've been thinking about it. And I guess I do have like nice like nice-ish clothes but like nice by my standards like I have like this maroon sweater with this uh, lace Peter Pan collar that I wear with this like brown beige like pleated knee-length um merino skirt that I thrifted uh which is too big for me oh no uh so it fits weird but it makes the look right and then I have um I actually have uh from what's it called american duchess i have bernadette banner's um replica edwardian shoes that cost me an arm and a leg but i was treating myself uh, for succeeding are so nice i I love them i saw them and i was like shit i don't i'm not into that kind of style but i do need me a pair just for those Uh, like days that i want to be that bitch that bitch i'm gonna wear them for the rest of my life they're gonna last me forever because they're leather right well yeah they're good shoes Mm -hmm. they have quality which is something modern clothes don't have anymore i don't know okay i bought these pairs this pair of heel boots they're the little black ones they're about ankle height but they've got like a three inch heel on them you've probably seen them before Mm -hmm. i bought those for ten dollars at walmart in like the ninth grade Damn. They still go in strong and they're comfortable. I wasn't expecting this from Walmart shoes and a lot of Walmart shoes are pretty cheap, but these were the best. They were on sale. So I think they were That's actual amazing. shoes. But yeah, I, I can't find them anymore because that was so long ago. I'm yeah. so scared for when the, the heel breaks because that's where it's like peeling off now. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to repair these. Um, well, when the heel breaks, just bring them to one of those shoe fixy peoples. Fuck. I know the word cobbler bring them to a cobbler dude i don't think a cobbler can fix shitty ass cheap ass shoes they like maybe definitely they can nice. i don't know these things are like 
they've been through it. They've been really I feel like cobblers fix all kinds of shoes. They Maybe. don't fix only fancy shoes because I've definitely seen videos of people like taking their garbage ass shoes to the cobbler. Me showing up in my like 1994 Nikes. Hey boy, can you fix these sneakers? It might, um, well, I guess like for sneakers, you'd probably have to go to like a sneaker repair specialist because there are definitely sneaker heads out there who do shoe repair. Well, sneaker heads don't use their shoes. They look at them. But I feel like if they're passionate about shoes, then like they'll probably be passionate about most aspects of it, right? There's got to be someone out there. There's going to be someone that's like, oh, you have the 1989 whatever shoes. Like, I can repair those and then make them look kind of pristine and then put them on my shelf. I'm sure. I'm sorry if you're into shoes and I'm making fun of your <laughs> hobby. I just don't really get it. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got their own thing. Sneakers aren't it for me, but I can appreciate the appreciation. I can appreciate a good pair of shoes. And if your appreciation for sneakers is just like they look good or they are a good pair of shoe, I respect that. But also like wear your shoes. <laughs> I, I just don't get the collecting thing, I guess. I've never been a collector. My dad mm, was. Um, that's fair. Yeah, your dad collected heck of stuff. I could understand not wanting to beat up your shoes or not scuff them. But would you not want to wear them for a special occasion, maybe? Hmm. I've never can. I guess, yeah. Because I guess since they're buying it, like, as a collector's piece, then that doesn't even factor in, you know? Well, I know there are some shoes that you just never wear because they're that, like, special. Yeah. But if you spend... Uh, if, if we go, like, a not super rare, like, low moderate, would you wear them? I think yes but you wouldn't yeah, wear them I would... to like a mudding event or whatever you would wear them yeah somewhere special i don't know a party i need to ask my friend he's into shoes Maybe yeah ask him insight interview him and we'll bring him back for it we'll bring him on for a <laughs> sneaker episode hey i'm sure you'd actually like to talk about sneakers like hell yeah we'll pelt him with questions like like birds <laughs> <laughs> can, can your shoes squeak do they squeak though? How's Ayo. the sneak? How's the sneak? Are you good at sneaking how... in those sneaks? On a scale of one to ten, how much sneak can you sneak? <laughs> I, I hate ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I thought those were valid questions. Um, before we go on to our little outro segment, is there anything else you wanted to mention about clothing? about clothing besides the one thing that i'm looking at now and that we didn't mention when we were talking about old-timey clothes oh more cape. capes more capes please more capes bring them back it's like a blanket that you could just have at all times i i have a, a poncho mm -hmm. and a i have a hug. couple yeah i have a couple like shawls or whatever you'd call them but mm -hmm. that's not what i want i want no a i want a cape cape down to the ground sort of dragging around getting all dirty cape. capes are hot <laughs> i'm sorry if you wear a cape it's over for me capes with hoods Ugh, take me now <laughs> i also really like the small um capelets yeah the capelets that like stop at your elbows yeah, they're very cute they're so good for tying an outfit together i love that mm -hmm. it's so cute it's iconic honestly bring back capes 
Bring back capes. That's all we got to say. It's, Bring back capes. It's not like I'm doing anything important where a cape would get in the way and be of mm-hmm. danger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hiccup sometimes. Don't worry about it. Um, I yeah. have an obsession of the week that I want to talk about. Yes. Lay it on me. I've been doing a lot of reading. And mm-hmm. I've recently been reading everything. And I've gone through most of your books. But I was looking at I my brother's it. bookshelf. He had these books. I'm on the second book now, which is Polaris. But the first one is called Av... Oh, no. (laughs) Avalon? That's not it. Whatever. It's a book. Um, (laughs) Sci-fi. I've been obsessed with sci-fi. I was never a person to get into sci-fi. Like, I read Divergent, and that was a little too sci-fi for me. And Divergent's not a sci-fi for anyone who's... (laughs) For anyone who's interested, it's more of a dystopia. Um, But I've been so obsessed about space travel and spaceships and space boys i just want to read about um people owning like being the captain of a ship and then manning a crew that's i might have a book for you in that case i haven't finished reading it yet like i got halfway through but i was in a book slump i mean send me the title but if it's anything like across the universe i'm i can't be your friend anymore (laughs) no no it's nothing like across the universe (laughs) that was no offense i'm sure you forgot what the the contents of the book were but that's the worst book i've read (laughs) since i've been forced to read books in high school and oh my god whatever these books suck to be fair i read those books when i was like in middle school yeah so don't really remember much about them if we're being honest that's why i'm not too upset but i'm like <laughs> i had to read that with my own two eyes you're like how fucking dare you and it's a trilogy and i was almost yep. gonna put myself through it and be like i started it now i have to finish it but the first no. book was so bad that i i actually was like i'm not gonna read the trilogy which is not uh... something i've ever done before i usually have to finish it Man, yeah, I used to be like that as a kid, but not so much anymore. These days, ooh, I want to tell you about my obsession. Can I? Yes. Is it my turn? Yes, your turn. You go. Okay, my turn. Um, I have been obsessed with, like, gritty detective mystery novels, but, like, not ones that take themselves super seriously. Specifically, (laughs) I have a book recommendation. Okay. Y'all out here need to read... The Last Smile in Sunder City by, fuck, I think it's Luke Arnold. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You even know the author? Wow, I've been one-upped. Yep, yep, Luke Arnold. The Last Smile in Sunder City by Luke Arnold. It. The second one is Dead Man in a Ditch. So fucking good. If you read one book this year, just one, make it The Last Smile in Sunder City. I, like, listen to the audiobook because he narrates it himself. Oh, yeah, that's good. Shit is good. God, I love it so much. I just tell us about the book, though. Like, (laughs) okay, so okay, like, listen, I'm gonna get really into this. It features so the main character is this man for hire called Fetch Phillips. His first name isn't really Fetch, but people call him Fetch because that's what he does. I like that Fetch. Um, and he's very like down on his luck, hates life, alcoholic, man for hire, and he lives in a world. Uh, a magic world, right? So there's vampires and fairies and centaurs until humans took all the magic away. No. So they live in a post-magic world and try to navigate that and things happen. Ooh. No spoilers? 
No spoilers. Shit is spicy. Oh, I fucking love it. Because it's like that sort of like realistic magic feel, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, ooh. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever read or had any sort of interaction with post-magic worlds. Like I've, right? I've seen before magic and I've seen during magic, but I've never seen a never world post-magic. dealing with the loss of magic. Oh, it's insanely good. Hmm. Last Smile in Center City by Luke Arnold. Read it. Listen to it. Get it at your library. They definitely have it. I really like the second title, Dead Man in a Ditch. That's Dead a, Man in a Ditch. That's a great book name. Oh, it slaps. Well, slaps. I guess that's it for our second episode. Thank you oh my for gosh. listening to We're So For... Oh my god, I just fucked it up. <laughs> oh no! We're So Fucking Sorry. You can find us both at twitch.tv slash remove sam and twitch.tv slash i'm sorry lucille or you can follow us on twitter at fkn underscore sorry and don't mm-hmm. forget don't forget oh is this me no uh, no this is me okay. i just paused because i don't know how to read <laughs> panic <laughs> don't forget to water your dog don't forget to water your dog everybody bye bye